0: Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Tracy. Today we're going to talk
1: about Ted Lasso. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which full disclosure, Natalie hasn't seen yet. I have
1: not seen. Actually, this is kind of a um, a misleading topic. We're going to talk about judgment and other people's opinions, which apparently is addressed in Ted Lasso. It so is. now I have to watch Ted Lasso.
0: Yeah and season three comes out this week so it was like the perfect (laughs) symbiotic moment of recording our podcast the week that season three of ted lasso comes out and going back to one of my favorite things that happens in ted lasso which i won't i won't share the scene or i won't share like um what's going on but one, Ted Lasso is known for his quotes and inspiration and one of the things that he references in a scene is to be curious, not judgmental and that's something that I really find a lot of power and a lot of value in and it makes me think about a lot of experiences I've had in my lifetime
1: Right, well that was a Walt Whitman quote wasn't it? Yeah. Be curious, not judgmental Maybe there was some more more, more some more some more fluff. <laughs> maybe I'll take you up on the coffee after all <laughs> um anyway yeah so we were the reason this topic came up is we were chatting about what opinions do we care about and I was telling Tracy that there's a musical where the girl sings about how she doesn't care about your opinion she has her own opinion everyone has their own opinion but it doesn't make them true it inspired this discussion about the word judgment it's kind of what an opinion is Mm -hmm. you know you have an opinion therefore you are passing judgment and there's going to be a lot of people who don't like that because they'll say well i have opinions but i'm not judgmental Mm
0: -hmm.
1: okay but what is that opinion doing i was going to say
0: yes you have your opinions everyone has their opinions that's yeah not going to change However, can you hold space for an opinion that doesn't align with yours?
1: Okay, so there's that. But also, can you hold space for an opinion that you're willing to question? Yeah. The being curious. Yeah. Um, I think about it's, it's not uncommon for people to pass judgment on others and their life choices and mm-hmm. their actions. Mm-hmm. And human beings like to discuss these opinions. It's called gossip. If you're not familiar with that, (laughs) we can try. What did we say we liked Oxford Dictionary? We'll find the definition. (laughs) Anyway, one of my things is, yes, I will form thoughts on things, but then I'm always going to wonder why. Where did that come from? Mm -hmm. What's going on? What more is happening? Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. That's not what I'm saying here. No one's perfect. But there's a difference between being willing to ask why that curiosity and s- instead saying oh well they're choosing that lifestyle because they don't care they're they are this or that is true and i i'm not going to change that i'm just going to take it at face value that's so, not curious that's judgmental
0: so i go back to a lot of things and maybe this is just the algorithms within my social media uh, but The idea that everyone has a story Mm -hmm. and we don't know what that story is. We don't know the potential battles that people are fighting in any given moment. We don't know the lived experiences because the only person who knows that is the person themselves. And even people who are closest to you don't always know Mm -hmm. what's really going on in your head or in your life, right? It's really about I can observe. And you can share things, but those are both still pieces of the puzzle, not the entirety of my experience. And so how do you walk in to any interaction with another human, whether it's a close relationship, a friendship, a romantic relationship, a work relationship, or a complete stranger on the street, and walk into each and every one of those relationships without judgment and to get curious on, huh, that maybe didn't. Align to what I believe why do they believe that or why are they choosing to act that way but living in that space of curiosity instead of judgment which also makes me think about and not (laughs) not trying to fix everything and being able to sit and just allow the situation
1: to be what it is one of the things that I like to be reminded of I'm grateful for this reminder is that we can't judge somebody's uh, behaviors because we don't know their backstory. Mm -hmm. Like you don't know, my husband's always saying, we don't know what kind of day they had. That's a great reminder. Okay, so another thing that I like to say is, that is your reality, okay? Mm -hmm. And the same with you. I hear you say that is your truth, or this is my truth, Mm -hmm. or, you know, this is my reality. Okay, so we've got all of these life Stories happening. And I said in the last podcast, everyone has the same story, different details. Mm -hmm. We all have ups, we all have downs, we all have hard times, we all have, you know, wins and losses. Yes. And the
0: human experience. Yeah.
1: And we all have big things. Now, those details are going to change. And your reality is going to be different than mine. And so, what might be big to me may not be big to you. Mm
0: And on a different day, that exact same scenario might not have been a big deal at all. Sure. Might have been like, yep, so sorry. Off we
1: go. Yeah. But then we just start passing judgments. Like, we we go out, we see people, and we start forming opinions. And it goes back to our first podcast Mm -hmm. where we talked about Tracy walks around in her power suit. Mm -hmm. And I walk around in sweatpants. Today, actually, I'm wearing sweatpants from 2002 and a sweatshirt from 2003 mm-hmm. this is the latest version
0: I love it <laughs> the so updated. and they both have
1: holes in them but <laughs> I um, and people are going to pass judgments they're going to form opinions mm-hmm. and what's really unfortunate is the people who choose to just stop right there and don't take the time to get to know either of us mm-hmm. because then what's happening is they're missing out on a bigger picture. But then we, on the other side of that, need to be just as mindful and, and uh, remember to stay curious so that when we go out and we see other people in different attire or different roles or different situations, instead of saying, I see you, I know you, Instead, say, I see you, I wonder, and there must be more to this story. Because there's always going to be more to this story. Your kids are having a bad day. There's going to be more to this story. Someone's being a jerk. There's going to be more to this story. I, th- I can't remember how we came up with this topic before we started recording, but were we talk- it was social media, wasn't it? Yeah. We were talking yeah. about social media. And uh- If I post
0: this, what does everybody
1: think? Yeah. As compared to,
0: I think I've seen more of a trend of passive social media use of like, I'm just a consumer of it and Mm. I'll just scroll, but actually putting myself out there and putting a post out there, which is an act of vulnerability, right? When I post something and this is such a unique space because people can comment on it yeah. And there's this barrier. Technology is the barrier. So I would never say to your face, perhaps, what I would post. Good or bad. Right. Right? Because we've lost this human interaction. Mm-hmm. And so that judgment
1: piece exists within social media. And so here's where I struggle because I would say to your face whatever I would post. <laughs> and That's good. Why I
0: love you. And good and bad. And
1: the truth is. I don't really like to say bad things about people. I I don't. That's not. I, don't. I mean, well, it's not helpful for anyone. No, it does, and I love that. Was that helpful? Did did that need to be shared? Yeah. Um. I might complain, but I'm not going to deny that to deny that I would complain. You know. So for me, what what I struggle with is, and maybe this is just me being naive, but for me, what I struggle with is, I I am very. I try very hard to be genuine mm-hmm. and to be the truest form of myself possible online and off. Mm-hmm. And in all situations, the, the thing I struggle with is the people who will present themselves as kind and accepting and open and curious, but really aren't. I struggle with so that. So
0: why is that? So that's why is, I mean but why do I struggle with that no. or why do they do that? Yeah, but that's where that's where again staying out of judgment if that's their act, action and getting curious about why is it that way? People have been conditioned to put a certain face on social media, mm. a certain side of their life, right? And so it was the fake book, right? Like, that's what it was called for a long time. It's fake book. And I only put these amazing, wonderful things online. And I'm like, oh, God, well, that's everybody's truth. Like, man, I got to up my game. Like, I'm not... That's not my truth. That's not my story. And so it became this platform for competition. In And it created a judgmental space. Mm-hmm. And earlier you sat... Used the word gossip. And it's fascinating how... I stay out of that realm and choose to associate with people who aren't interested in gossiping because I've been at the root of gossip and it's really not fun. It's not a fun place to be. And again, there was judgment and there was gossiping around things that people really didn't know anything about, nor did they need to know anything about it. And so had people approached situations differently and been less judgmental. Um, And even, (laughs) how many times have you been in Target? Well, maybe it was just me. Maybe I'm alone on this. But the, um, I've been in Target and my um, (laughs) child is having a moment. I mean, this is years and years ago. I can no longer pick up my children. But um, (laughs) years and years ago shopping at target and they really want that toy or they really want that candy or food or fill in the blank like they really want something and they throw a fit in the middle of target because you say no they can't have this and they're throwing a fit and they're screaming bloody murder in the middle of the target aisle i will never forget this putting my son underneath my arm in a football hold sure and finding the closest you know target employee and saying my cart is in the cereal aisle i'm sorry we're not able to stay and off we go like he is screaming bloody murder i have him under my arm we need to go because he is not able to be in this environment anymore i am not able to get my shopping done that's fine i'm going to come back but as you walk out of target the amount of looks the amount of I perceive judgment of, like, get your kid under control, right? You're in a public space. Why is he having a meltdown? Get Can't you parent your child? That's the story that goes through my head.
1: Okay, so now that goes back to people with, you know, the two faces, the, the one that you see, the one that's presented, and then the one that is shared behind your back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I truly believe that those yucky behaviors are uh, a result of insecurity. I would agree. But then I think the same is true. Like, I will go out with confidence. I will confidently pick my kid up. I will confidently walk out of Target and say, I'm so sorry Mm -hmm. because that's what I need to do right now. Mm -hmm. But then that other less confident. That other face inside me is feeling super insecure and I'm hearing that right here. Not that Trace mm-hmm. is an insecure person. She's not. She's a fantastic person. But we all have insecurities and um, that's where we have to then as humans just overcome. Like, we have to say that is an insecurity. But I still don't understand why people feel like they have to gossip.
0: Because it's easier to judge than it is to be curious.
1: I Yeah. and But I think that, um, I do think that Maybe what we need to get in the habit of doing is any time we hear the gossip or we hear the opinions, following it up with, or maybe even when we're expressing our own opinions, following it up with, but I wonder. Mm -hmm. So I looked up the definition of gossip. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it, I mean, nothing that we don't already know. Informal talk or stories about other people's private lives. They may be unkind or true. It may not be unkind. It right. may be true, um, but unless you're actually living that story, you don't know. All. Yeah. Okay. But what I really like is that I found this um, this history on the word, and god gossip" can, comes from the old English term "god which was a reference to somebody's godparent or sponsor at baptism, and then over time. It came to be used informally as a reference to a good friend, which then became specific to women, which then evolved into idle chat and rumor. Whoa. I know. Oh. That's crazy, right? But I can totally see that happening. (laughs) Like, we went from... (laughs) We went from... Godsip, like you are somebody I trust and i'm I'm placing you in my life in a very big way to we're using this word now to reference a really good friend to oh really good friends, women have really good friends to oh women just sit around and have idle chat and discuss rumors
0: Wow yeah what's that what's the epa epa
1: Etymology. Etymology. Etymology.
0: Etymology. Okay, so as you read through the evolution of that word, the etymology of that word, it is, as humans, we're evolving. And I go back to technology as a platform has just, like, exacerbated gossip and or judgment. Because... I post something on social media and it's, oh my gosh, did you know Tracy? Blah, 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 blah. That's one result that could happen. It could also be a, wow, why is she doing that? Judgment. It could also be, and this is why I've done like the friend purge of both humans in my life that I'm like, okay, that relationship has run its course. Same thing with social media that it's, okay, I'm going to unfriend this person. Like that's not really adding value to my life. Um, and again, wish them well and great moving on, but staying out of judgment in that, in that realm, in social media, I think we've become way more judgmental because it's easier to judge with a screen, protecting anyone knowing what we're thinking, what we're doing.
1: Yeah. I don't think that makes it easier. I think that it's, uh, maybe
0: socially acceptable.
1: (laughs) No, it's just, you know how you create different neural pathways. Yeah, Um, we've created these narrow pathways because it's more easily accessible. We have more opportunities to pass judgment now than we did before because Mm -hmm. we have everyone's life laid out for us. But you said two things, and I was telling myself in my head, don't forget them because um, I don't want to forget. So let's see if I can remember. You had said somebody might be passing judgment and saying, why is she doing that? Okay, so we talked about judgment versus curiosity. Mm -hmm. And when you ask the question, why is she doing that? You can ask that question as a way of passing judgment or you can ask that question as a way of actually trying to identify why she is doing that. Mm. Because if you ask that question, then you get you get extra insight. And then
0: um, so I did have someone reach out and just said point blank, like, how do you do all of this? right like i have a i have a full life i take on new adventures and new challenges on a daily basis sometimes it feels like um and i had someone reach out and that was not coming from a space of judgment that was coming from a space of curiosity of like how do you do all of this mm-hmm. like i'm so impressed per se and i want to learn from you like that mm-hmm. it was coming from a space of curiosity where i've also had judgment on like why do you do so much? Mm-hmm. And it's uh yeah, okay. I get that one. I get that one too. So, it goes back to your point of yes, judgment. The same question can come from a space of
1: judgment and or curiosity. Of curiosity. So then I think it's important to remember when we're asking those questions where we're coming from. Like are we coming from a place of judgment or are we coming from a place of genuine curiosity? Okay, so then that leads me to being nosy. Because I am a very curious person. Not because I have to know it all. Not because I want to know it all. But because... So that I have some sort of power or some sort of, you know, uh, leg up on somebody. No, I want to know... So that I can understand. Like, I was that kid who asked. Yeah, yeah, I was that kid that asked so many questions, not because I didn't understand it. Like, not because I didn't process the information given to me, but because I wanted to understand the entire situation around it so that I knew how to best apply it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And um, if I'm going to be running into you day after day at school and my kid is going to be interacting with yours day after day, I'm gonna ask questions because I am curious, and I want to know, you know how how to interact with you. like where are we where are we coming from? Um, so it's interesting though, to me that um, for it's interesting to me when people are willing to be open and curious and ask those questions and and seek information and try to hold space for a larger picture, okay. right? When those same people, are so concerned then about others not doing the same in return Mm -hmm. and i don't know if that's because we like i'm one of those people right Mm -hmm. i'm afraid that people aren't doing that in return Mm -hmm. um i shouldn't say i'm afraid i know not everybody is doing that in return Mm -hmm. and that's disappointing to me and i don't know if that's because i care about what they think i think more so it's because i just feel sad that we can't connect um in a more genuine manner Sure. I think that's actually probably what it is. Why can't we all just be friends? What does that mean? Why can't
0: we be friends?
1: (laughs) I won't say. Um, It's like that line from Mean Girls. (laughs) She doesn't even go here. (laughs) Why can't we just all be friends?
0: I can't guarantee how someone else is going to respond. I can only control how I'm going to engage and interact. And so thinking about various situations that I choose to be in, thinking about people that I interact with, and really choosing to stay curious, even in moments of significant frustration, sometimes it's really hard.
1: It is. Well, and I can, I'm, <laughs> I'm having this conversation with you right now, and I'm thinking, man, I hope people don't hear me and think, oh, she just thinks she's perfect. I definitely have moments where I am not curious or moments okay where I'm choosing to not be curious so for example I don't like olives okay I'm going to pick oh, something super easy Oh you and
0: Brad man
1: I don't like olives and <laughs> I um I think they're fabulous I refuse to be curious about them mm. I refuse and my husband Have you tried blue cheese stuffed
0: olives That's
1: exactly it my husband will say well you need to try but that would require I be curious about them, and I am not interested. Nope. Nope. This is my opinion. I understand that I am (laughs) passing judgment on olives, but I am done. Like, that is where I draw the line. My hope though is that I will always continue, when it comes to human beings, to be curious.
0: Now, hold on. Hold that thought. Because now I have a conundrum in my head. Because... I agree. With humans, I really want to live in a space that I'm being curious and not judgmental. However, when people show you who they are,
1: Mm, believe them. So this is one of the things Tracy says to me and that I I love. She'll say, at some point, you need to decide to believe the actions and not the words. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is where I really struggle. And I don't know if this is my Pollyanna mentality or if this is me just saying... You know, I, I, sometimes I, I bring it back to even my faith where I'm like, but Jesus loves everybody, right? So I'm not saying I have to love everybody because Jesus loves everybody, but I want to love everybody. And you I,
0: want to assume the best in everyone.
1: And that that's true. Okay, so you can still believe somebody's you can still recognize somebody's actions, but still want to believe the best in them. So that's where you have to start setting boundaries, mm-hmm. and say, okay, I want to remain curious and open, and I want to I want to hope for the best, but this is what I have energy for right now, and I can't, I can't put any more time into that exploration. So I'm going to set the boundary, mm-hmm. and now I am going to walk away from it. So there's different
0: types of relationships. So what you're talking about is setting that boundary. And I may have to set that boundary sooner for someone who is just kind of an acquaintance. Mm -hmm. You've showed me this behavior over and over. I'm going to believe that behavior. I'm going to set a clear boundary and I'm going to move on. And whether moving on is I'm no longer engaging with that individual or in the situations in which I'm engaging with the individual, I have those boundaries. I know how I'm going to interact with that person or I could be very surface level, right? We just have more of a transactional relationship. I think then you get into relationships that really add value to your life, right? Relationships with your family, relationship with your significant other, relationships with your kids and how the complexities around that, I'm going to spend a lot more time and energy navigating those relationships and making sure that I'm investing in that and I'm staying curious. But even within that, I still have to set boundaries.
1: Yeah. Well, there have been situations where, I mean, this this has happened countless times throughout my life where you, you run into somebody and their behavior, their actions continue to suggest that they continue to suggest different characteristics, and so, um, and then I'll think, well, that can't really be their heart. And then what happens is I decide I don't have the energy to continue to put put into that. I guess, mm-hmm. um, and so then I set boundaries for myself, and I I say, okay, that's something I'm going to discontinue, or that's a um, a relationship I'm going to maybe not invest in, um, but then later, I still stay curious in the sense that if somebody else were to say something to me about it, my response is I don't I don't know what their situation was. Mm-hmm. I felt this way, mm-hmm. and that was really hard for me, mm-hmm. and so I chose to step away from it. Or maybe I'll just say it made me feel yucky. I don't usually use those words. Maybe I'll use something more colorful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know, I did not like that, and so I stepped away from it. Um, I think you can still stay curious even if after the boundaries and after stepping away, because people change, scenarios change.
0: Absolutely. Energy
1: gets reallocated.
0: Yep. So, the (laughs) idea of be curious, not judgmental, is still a great life lesson to bring in. The wondering I have right now is about time, because... It takes
1: way more time to be curious than it does to be judgmental for some people actually maybe that's true because how many times do you and I sit here and you're like but you look at all this time you're putting into that yeah because I do I am constantly I mean even today I walked in and I said well I'm putting energy into this and this and I'm not sure what I'm putting energy into next but sure enough something else came up and right it's it's always it can never just be face value for me. There's always got to be more. Mm-hmm. And I think that I see memes on Facebook where people will say, I, I overanalyze. Do we overanalyze? Or are we just curious? And well, what's wrong with being curious? Well, I was going to say,
0: analytical and curious. Hmm. Those are the same, actually. I were I think they're synonyms. Gonna, I, they, they're synonyms, but I do think there's different layers to it. I'm
1: gonna do I this.
0: feel... So for me, curiosity shows up on, I'm just curious. And sometimes I'm not super curious. Sometimes it's just a wondering and I can move on. Other times it's really in-depth levels of curiosity, which maybe is getting to that analytical side. So maybe there's a continuum. Again, we need our whiteboard back. So you have judgmental, and then you move to being curious, and then you move into overanalyzing. Maybe I've moved it to overanalyzing. I don't think,
1: yeah, I don't think judgmental and curious can be put in the same continuum. No, no, not at all. I think they're on opposite ends of the continuum. I think that one question, one set of words can be asked with two different intentions. One is judgmental, one is curious. So if you take the question and put it in the center, okay? Yeah, Oh. And then you've got judgment on the far right yeah. and curiosity on the far left, Ooh, wait, right, which right, has right, nothing that. to do with political alignment.
0: No. no, It goes back to the question. So the question that you had asked earlier is, I forgot it, but, oh, why is she doing that?
1: Yes. So why, why is she or doing how that? how is
0: she doing that? Or, or, why is right, she or it doing doesn't that? matter what the question doing is.
1: Doing There's a million questions we could be asking that if not asked with the right frame yes and connotation yes Mm -hmm. I mean intention Mm -hmm. they are on opposite ends of the spectrum when I pulled up the thesaurus curious I I don't like this inquisitive interested I like those nosy I don't like that questioning quizzical intrusive meddlesome but those are different connotations so So, those would be over on the the other side those would be on the judgmental side but they're synonyms Mm -hmm. they are and then if you click on those, then we do get to do analytical. Mm-hmm. So. Um,
0: and this is where the human experience is so complex. Or you can live on opposite sides of the same word. So how, how you define curiosity versus how I define it versus how a neutral party, like okay. I'm super curious haha, about listeners. And, and not the definition of the word, but how it shows up. Right? So, yeah. So even in that definition, am I being curious and nosy and meddlesome, or am I being curious in my authenticity and genuine interest of a person's well-being and of whatever's of the highest okay. good? So
1: here's where I take issue. When somebody says, why is she doing that? Okay? And their intention was, why is she doing that? Like that's dumb, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's very judgmental. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: When you call them out on that and you say, I don't appreciate your judgment. And instead of that person taking ownership of what their intention was, they say, I was just curious. Yeah. I struggle. That drives me nuts. If you're going to say something, if you're going to do something, recognize your intention and then own that intention. And if you realize that maybe... You were in the wrong, acknowledge that as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't gaslight it.
0: Oh, gaslighting. That's another topic for another day. I don't wanna I, I don't wanna go... Google that
1: one. <laughs> um
0: actually that one's not that definition isn't bad. How it plays out is really toxic
1: and dangerous in my experience. And... I think in anybody's experience. <laughs> and it's unfortunate that we as a society have practiced it so efficiently <laughs> that Many people don't even realize they're doing it. Yeah. So in I that moment that. where they're gaslighting and they're saying, I was just asking, mm-hmm. why is she doing that? Because I was mm-hmm. curious. Mm-hmm. No, but we really are hurtful Absolutely. when we refuse to take ownership of our intentions. Yeah.
0: And understanding the impact that we have. Because I can have the best of intentions. But if I'm not understanding the impact I have and staying curious to the impact... So my intent might be really good, but how it impacts someone, I may be completely unprepared for the impact I might have. Even if my, my intentions were good, I have to stay through the impact.
1: Yeah, I, I had good intentions. Yeah, and that's and and that's hard. That's hard, and that takes me to my to my next thought, which is, if we can't, if we can't take ownership through all of that, through the way everything unfolds as a result of our actions, mm-hmm. we're never going to be able to grow. Mm. It might be easier in that moment to say, well, you read too much into that. You <laughs> you took that the wrong way. It might be easier to say that than to say, oh, I didn't realize that that could be hurtful. Okay, So now one of those is, again, still judgmental. Yeah. And one of those is, how can I grow? Okay. One of them is curious. Yeah. Um, In that judgment, we do not grow. We sit. Mm -hmm. This is why successful leaders are oftentimes curious. Maybe they're not curious about relationships, but they're always curious about something. Like how can we move forward?
0: I do believe the best leaders are curious leaders and they're leaders who don't feel the need to have each and every answer and to make everything black and white or to make everything truth. and fact, Like, the curiosity is the space for innovation. Curiosity, for me, I actually have a sign behind you. Curiosity is the engine of achievement. Because if I'm only creating space for facts to be shared, and no one's getting curious, that would lead to stagnation to me and status quo. Yeah. We would never evolve. There would never be a new piece of technology. There would never be chat GPT. There would never be, like... Evolution as a human species in which we're being mindful of the way I engage with other humans here let's so, pause a second hold chat, chat GPT because this should be part two and we're going to continue being curious not judgmental as we dig into artificial intelligence don't dismiss it get curious and of course we'll talk about whatever else we think of To be continued. To be continued.